Hello, welcome to the Bochley Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we're reviewing Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, like a snake, he eats eggs whole, your favorite crip boy, Nick Beard. <laughs> I wish, man, I got a tiny mouth, so I actually, Shell the egg gets all. lodged in there. Yeah. Quail eggs. You're eating quail a eggs. A lot of people don't eggs. know this, go. but uh, the shell is just rich in vitamins and nutrients. Yep. Nick yeah, can actually time. dislocate his jaw to fit things down his throat better. Like yeah. eggs. Hey, yes. I feel like that was an intro that I wrote one time. <laughs> I've never used it if that that's the case, though. That would have been a good though. one. Yeah, Nick yeah. dislocates you... his jaw to eat big food. Uh, you actually did write part of this when you said Nick eats eggs whole. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's that's I added the snake part because yeah, anyways, good do it guys. Snake. When getting into deal. bed at night, he gets in from the bottom of the sheets. Leader of Nintendo's <laughs> Brian Scalf. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got to crawl into my cross space. <laughs> Just slither it's, right uh, into the sheets. When Ali, yeah, mm-hmm. when Ali gets upset with me, I crawl into the crevice. You know like the between the headboard and the top of the mattress, there's like a little tiny little crease. That's where you sleep. I just crawl right into the crevice. Nice. Yeah, if, if Ooh. I get upset with Ally. Right on. Okay. Anyways, Actually, guys. I'm always sunny, by the way. Oh, is it? Okay. Man, those yeah. references. I'll never get them. I can't believe you never watch that show. It's incredible. It's too late. Ship sailed. Yep. Guys. No, let's get on. Every episode's a fail. No, <laughs> nope, it's too late. It's too, that ship has sailed. <laughs> no, actually, no. Guys, let's review this game. Released on the Nintendo Switch on November 19th, 2021. Developed by ILCA. That's This is significant. Not Game Freak. ILCA is a Japanese studio headquartered in Tokyo. ILCA stands for I Love Computer Art. Uh, they worked on Pokemon Home, and that's it. As far is that as po- true? Yeah, it is. I looked it up. I did some research on this episode. Anyways, um, yeah, they only developed Pokemon Home. In Japanese or in, in English? ILCA. Those are, those are English letters. Are you sure? Positive. Absolutely positive, I think. Absolutely positive, I think. <laughs> Checks out. Anyways, published by Nintendo. Currently priced at $60 and will be until the end of time. Genre is 2D. Maybe I love computer art actually means something different in Japanese. <laughs> Genre is a 2D RPG. <laughs> it's worth noting that this is more of a remaster than a remake, even though they identify it as a remake. This is very significant, by the way. They call it a remake. This is just a remaster. I'm sorry. It, this is not a remake. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, shots fired. It's a... Wow. <clears throat> wow. Losing my voice already. It's a remake of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which came out in 2006 on the Nintendo DS, which... Did you guys play? Yes, I, I did. did not. So, Ryan... I played Pearl. You did play Pearl? And Ryan, I lied. Um, I said I never played this generation. I absolutely played this generation. I played Pearl. Did you? Yeah. I went back and looked, and I, I played everything on the DS, 3DS generation for Pokemon games. Um, Wait. So you played through this game and then realized later that you had already played it? I honestly didn't realize until an hour and a half before when I was finishing up these notes tonight that I had played Pearl. I looked up the box art. I looked it up. It was on the DS. And yeah, I played this one. (laughs) Um, And we'll get into that because I want to talk about this comparison between the old game. Says a lot Uh, about the game. there's, There's a lot to talk about here. Which on that note, this is a disclaimer. This is more of a review of the old school Pokemon model 
through the lens of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Okay. Ooh, and that's why, spicy. yeah, that's why Ryan, I wanted you in on this though. You didn't play this game at all. Nick has played about half of this game. I've completed this game. So for the reviewer, for the listener, this might matter to you. I'm the only one who beat this game. We've, we've had comments. I'm clarifying. We've had comments on YouTube about this guy didn't play the whole game. And this guy used to cheat. And this guy played the whole game. Like, I'm just clarifying up front. I beat the George game. is the cheater. Let's clarify that. George is the yeah. cheater. None of us three cheated. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Nick played about half. I beat the whole game. Ryan's played nothing. But this is a conversation about Pokemon games, old school Pokemon games in general. Okay. Can we move forward, boys? <clears throat> Let's do it. I feel satisfied. All right. The description of this game. Uh, based on Nintendo's website, is experience the nostalgia of the Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl games in an adventure reborn on Nintendo Switch systems. The original story has been faithfully reproduced, and these remakes include easy-to-understand, player-friendly conveniences of the modern Pokemon series, plus up-close and personal Pokemon battle scenes. Um, keyword- Can we just like point out that Nintendo would be the company that markets a game as a remake if it's a remaster? Yeah, I was going to say, key key thing here remake they say and these remakes include easy to understand blah 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 um this is not a remake man this is this is a fresh coat of paint on an old game that, that, that's what I guess this is what i'm curious about i know you had a different direction you're going with this but what it what do you know is like what did they change about this game aside from updating the graphics <laughs> like what are features they added that they feel like they can use to justify it being a remake um, that's a great question. And I, I wasn't playing through the whole way comparing them, but I know that like, was the underground in the original game? Cause I don't, the underground was, but, um, I think I remember they added hideouts. They did add hideouts. Yes. Hideouts are in this game, which that was from like the Ruby <laughs> Sapphire, I think, Ruby right? Sapphire. Yep. That's when they originally <clears throat> added that. Um, but this is, they added hideouts to this. The dance thing is a little bit more, you know, like the dance contest, or is that not in the original? I'm going to name some things that. Uh, some are in and some aren't in the original. <laughs> it's the Grand Underground, which we just talked about in the original. There's the dance contest, which oh, I absolutely yeah. hated that thing. Um, and then there's like, this is for sure new. They've added like apps to the game. And these apps are like, uh, how many steps have you taken? Uh, it shows you your current party. There's just, it shows you like some different HM. Like it's just, oh, it was, <clears throat> I didn't use a single one. But um, as far as like big differences go, the world does look nicer. It's still 2d. Um, I will say the battle scenes, you know, when you actually get into a battle or you're, you're, um, fighting a wild Pokemon, the surrounding scenery of those are really nice. Like they, they put some work into the visuals of the actual battles. I liked that. That was a significant change for me. But when it comes to calling something a remaster, I'm thinking, um, I mean, we, what, name a remaster recently that's a genuine remaster versus a remake. Can you think of anything off the top of your heads? Uh, like Dead Souls? Uh, no, Demon Dark Souls. Souls. Demon, Demon Souls. Sorry. Yeah, so Demon Souls is a great, <laughs> it's a great that's a great Souls. example, though. That's a remake, right? Um, and then a remaster <laughs> is like Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. So this, by far, is just a fresh coat of paint. The mechanics are the same. It's still 2D. If they gave this the let's go treatment where it's like kind of 3D camera in some ways or the sword and shield treatment, I would call it a remake. Um, let's call it what right. it is. This is a remaster. Um, I mean, like like Link's Awakening when they came out with that, I felt like that was satisfyingly different enough. That is a remake. 
right? Mm. Yeah, it, it leans towards the the Link's Awakening kind of thing. So, so maybe maybe that's where their rationale is coming from. Oh, it's the same you game, think though, it right? Is like that. So when yeah, I think oh, a remake game, but but it's like, I guess it's not just like upping the res. Like a remaster to me is like upping the res and maybe polishing off the like textures and stuff. Um, this was like a completely different art style, like completely unlike anything. Yeah, yeah Play-Doh. And, and I wouldn't call yeah. this a completely different art style either. This is just a nicer. Right. It yeah, it, it falls way. in between there. Actually, that's a good point, Ryan. Though it falls between the Link's Awakening and just a traditional um, fresh coat of paint resolution. Right. So, guys, um, I wanted to ask you, Ryan, specifically because when they announced this remake originally, you were pretty pumped on this entry, and you didn't actually buy or play it. I first want to ask why were you pumped on this specific generation? This is fourth gen, um, and then also why didn't you uh, pull the trigger on it? yeah i was i was excited because i haven't played diamond and pearl in a long time um, and i remember i specifically remember enjoying that one um, because that was the only that was the only pokemon i played on the ds mm. um, and so it was it was like unique enough to me a unique enough experience where i really have looked fondly back on it i actually do love that generation of Pokemon too. Um, and so I was really excited. The, literally the only reason I didn't play this was time wise. Um, I was devoting okay. time to uh, another game and just things going on in life. But otherwise, like I, a hundred percent would have beat this game with you and been reviewing it alongside you. And I'm, I want to circle back by the end of this and ask you after this discussion, this review, are you going to come back and, buy it and play it down the line when you do have the time because you just bought Arceus many people are going to be focusing on if you didn't beat Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl before Arceus Arceus came out you're probably not going to come back for a while so um be hard to go Nick, back. what's your, yeah what's your <coughs> history with Pokemon you this is you said you didn't play this gen have you played most other gens or are you a little more casual than that yeah almost all of them except for this one and uh, what other one would you consider the DS generation so um, Ruby and Sapphire black, would have been the white, last ones. X, black, white. white, black one, black, black one and two, black, white, Soul, white and two. silver, heart gold. Yes. Uh, wait, hold wait, on. Those no, are, no, no. Those are before <laughs> that. Uh, sun and moon. Triangle, um, circle, X square. And y. <laughs> what? They haven't done the triangle circle thing yet. <laughs> um, Nick, X and Y, sun and moon, um, black, white. Those are black Sony two, white buttons, two. so they won't be doing that. Yeah. Those so are Sony Square, you Sony Square Triangle. You didn't play those platforms, though. I didn't. No, I think okay. there's one I did on there. It might have been uh, Sun or Moon, but okay. almost the entire DS series I passed. Okay, good to know. I just want to say I did play Platinum, which is great. Platinum, which is that? That's not on DS, is it? Is that pre? It is on DS. Yeah. Is it? It was what like a, yeah. It was a unique version of. Um, Oh, it wasn't of diamond and pearl, but it was a unique version. Isn't that gold? Their, That's like, gold. And si- isn't that gold ruby. and silver? No, that was emerald. No, it was a it was emerald a sapphire was... ruby, and they made it into platinum. It was no, ruby, that was emerald. Uh, uh-uh. ruby and sapphire. <laughs> their remake was emerald, or the uh, the combo pack was emerald. Look it up. I'm going to continue on. Um, all right, guys. The story for this game 
It's a traditional Pokemon story. In this iteration, Professor Rowan wants you to complete the Pokedex while foiling the plans of the baddies, Team Galactic. Uh, I will note, Team Galactic is probably the most ambitious team ever as they want to create a whole new world and the boss wants to be a deity. I thought that was pretty interesting because usually like Team Rockets, they just want to steal some Pokemon. These guys straight up want to create a whole new world and one of the guys wants to be a god. So, significant? He's a little worse than Team Rocket. Right. Uh, yeah, like like destroying yeah. the universe and creating a new one, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, By the way, platinum n- is the enhanced version of diamond and pearl. So I had played oh, so pearl this when it came out. Gen. Then I played platinum later, and that's probably why I look so. I look back so fondly on this game. Because you played this gen twice, right? Yeah, and they added Just, like to the story. They added features to the game in platinum, and I'm hmm. sure some of those probably made their way into this game okay so actually ryan you, you can talk to this too but starting with you nick what did you think of the story that you played so far with this yeah i actually enjoyed it so far so me not finishing it is more around being typical nick and yeah. uh some other factors in there not so much uh not enjoying the story because i actually this is my first uh playthrough of this series so that alone felt new uh the fact that it had a fresh coat of paint on it felt awesome um, since I hadn't experienced the first one. Uh, and then I'm on the new Switch, so like this felt really good to me. And so uh, the first half that I did play, I really enjoyed the story. I thought everything was pretty cool and uh, a lot of new stuff for me, especially this uh, this narrative, which reminded me of Nexomon a little bit. Mm, Nexomon, high praise from you guys. Um, and again, I actually really wanted to make sure both of you guys were on this episode because you both did play Nexamon, and I think I want to yeah. circle back on that a little bit. Remind me at the end if I don't touch Nexamon before the verdict. Uh, Ryan, what do you remember about the story? Is it special at all? Is it Pokemon? What do you think? I felt like it was a little... I, I remember the story being a little more fleshed out and creative than like some of the original stuff. Uh, but really, like I said, I these to me, these may have been the best starters since the original red and blue i love infernape mm. and uh fire monkey Napoleon in uh and fire monkey and Pur- and yeah the yes yeah, the, the <clears throat> ice the penguin yeah that's who i picked dude Piplup. i think they're i think all the starters were epic in this generation they're they're so good and uh yeah, I remember the map being really cool too. The map was somewhat unique compared to like some of the previous games. And so I felt like the jump between um, Diamond and Pearl in the previous generation was more significant than a lot of what we've seen between all the other generations. Mm. Yeah, and again, I didn't. I don't think I played it sequentially. I went back and played this one at that time. So I didn't get to really experience how big of a leap it was. But I do see kind of the map and some of the unique things on the map. Um, there's actually like... More than most generations, there's backtracking where it felt Metroidvania-esque, right? You get you get the the TM or the HM, you can now go back. I know that's that's a staple yeah. for the Pokemon series. This one, I felt like I was backtracking a lot more to get back to areas that um, I previously couldn't access. Um, Nick, who did you pick for your starter? We were talking about starters there for a minute. I picked the uh, the fire one, fire monkey. Ryan, what was that? What's the the base fire monkey? You remember? Infernape. 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 <clears throat> I always yeah. pick fire. Yeah, and Ryan's kind of like that too. I picked uh, Piplup because Grayson, my son, was watching. He's two and a half. And I was like, hey, which one should I pick? And he said, the, nice. the penguin. So I picked the penguin. Nice. Um, I usually Dude, don't pick pe- water. 
Oh, you're a grass boy, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> you you cut out just now when you when I said that in the gr. <laughs> this guy. You're a yeah. grass boy, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny because that on Zoom hilarious. that. On Zoom, it did that, but it's not going to sound like that on the actual end, end audio for the user. But I, I really smiled big at that. Uh, yeah. That. But yes, I am Dude. a grass boy. <clears throat> Chimchar. They call the, me a grass like, man, starter, actually. The starter monkey, Chimchar, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's cute, man. Yeah, he he's is. the best. He is. Um, all right, boys. Away from story. I mean, so my opinion of the story, it's fine. It's a Pokemon story. It, they talk too much. Um, Classic. It, it is what it is, right? Team Galactic was interesting. I'll leave it at that. Um, the setting, we talked about it a bit. It's Sino. Sino? Sino? Region, fourth gen. Sino, um, yep. Sino, Sino. That's probably the right pronunciation. Um, we talked about the map region design. I want to talk about the gym design, actually. And this is an area that I was impressed by. There were some really cool mechanics in these gyms. I know previous games have done this. This one felt far more puzzly. And yeah. I liked that. Nick, do you feel like you're nodding like you agree here? Yeah, specifically the uh, the one I'm thinking of is the grass gym where people just aren't there until you beat certain ones. And mm-hmm. then you go into different parts of the gym and they appear. And so uh, they're also kind of hidden. You have to go and actually look for them behind trees. So yeah, that was a new... I don't know if any of the other series that I missed did that, but just these little, little tweak features that felt different. Yeah, these ones felt unique, right? Some of them, yeah. it's just like you walk in and you want to just kind of like avoid people. Um, this one introduced mechanics that I hadn't seen in other generations. I liked the, I think it's the electric one where like you're making bridges move around and like these gears. It's, it's later mm-hmm. on. Like I don't think you've seen it yet. Um, but in general, I, I really do actually praise this gym design. It's worth noting though, I don't think it's changed from the original design. So they're using what they're, you know, they're working with what they had in the past. There's probably not too much innovation there. graphics and sound thoughts on the actual graphics Um, when this game was announced it had kind of a chibi art style so like very cutesy um, and not at all what the generations have been going with with let's go and sword and shield what'd you think of the art style nick as you were playing yeah i liked it you know i i didn't think too much about it i liked a little cutesy i wasn't comparing it to other ones as i was playing it just felt nice felt like a kind of a a fresh, fresh coat, as you mentioned, a fresh paint of coat on there, uh, fresh coat of paint on there. Yeah. And so, uh, I think that added a little bit to the, the nuance and the newer feeling of the game. So I liked it. I didn't really have any gripes about it. I didn't really think too much about it. Okay. Um, I remember thinking this game, the, the level design was a lot more vertical than anything they had ever done because, you know, I remember like they have that bike highway, and you can go under the highway, and that's where you find yeah. it's like the Cricketot and Cricketoon. You can find the Shinx, which is one of my favorite Pokemon, dude. Shinx that turns in eventually turns into Luxray. I don't know if you played. Oh, I love game. Luxray. Oh no, no, I played Luxray all the the evolved form of Luxray too. Um, what is that? Or oh, is that the final you, version? No, Luxray is the last form. Yeah, I go Shinx, okay. uh, Luxio, there's, then Luxray. Yeah, there's there's three. Yeah. Um, dude, Ryan, I, I hadn't I wasn't familiar with Luxray before. Again, I'm so confused if I actually played Diamond uh, and Pearl back then or not. But um, Luxray, I played with all the way through this game. And then also with Arceus, uh, spoiler, I'm playing with Luxray again. Um, I think it's such a great Pokemon. Yeah, Yeah, you find them. The alpha is like right out in the open, right? When you start the game, I was like, oh, heck yes. It's rare when 
in the later generations, post Gen 1, honestly, I'm very biased towards Gen 1, that there's a design that I'm in love with, right? I feel like all these later generations are just like, oh, that's the new Pokemon. Like, it's just a new Pokemon. And rarely ever do I, like, gravitate towards the new Gen designs. Luxury is one that I'm absolutely, you know, over the moon with that I've, I've loved and been using as much as I can. That's exactly um, how I feel. I <clears throat> really? Just, yeah, about the new generations in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, again, yeah. we have nostalgia with Gen 1 a lot. Um, but I, I'm always impressed when one kind of you know, catches me by surprise as far as a, a, a new design. Um, as far as the graphics go, from my point of view, it, it is what it is. Like, it's a, I'm going to continue to call it a, a remaster just for the the viewer and the listener just as buyer beware really. So they're not going into this with too high of expectations. Um, when you look at something and again, this we'll get deeper into this with verdict, but I just want to briefly touch on it. This is priced at the same as sword and shield, right? Um, and they will be forever. I mean, really these Pokemon games of all Nintendo games, they hold their value more than anything. They really do. Um, so I think it's, Kind of calling out the graphics and art of it needs to be done when you're comparing it to other Pokemon games in the same generation. Now we're talking about Legends Arceus is here and Sword and Shield and Let's Go and Brilliant Diamond is on this, you know, in, in this pantheon. And when you look at at least art style and graphics go, it is by far the bottom of those four games, right? We now have four Pokemon games on the Switch. This one from an art and aesthetics perspective is in my opinion, at the bottom Arceus, uh, it, it attempts a lot. It has really bad graphics for what it's trying to do, but at least it's like showing that this is, this is something new they're presenting Uh brilliant diamond shining pearl is, it's probably my highest critique here, at least from the art style and approach, uh, in contrast to what is being put on the switch right now. Uh, Ryan, I'm, I'm curious what you think of that from, again, you've played all four, the, all three of these games, except this one now, right on the switch. When you look at this, like I think about our friend Adam, right? He's been on the show a uh, couple uh, many times. When you're, he's like, I want to play a Pokemon game, and you present these four games to him. I'm not going to recommend Pokemon Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl. I think at this point because it's like you could go play the 3DS games no. and get the same experience. So I actually disagree. I, I don't want to. I want to let Ryan jump in there, but at least in the the light of comparing it to Sword and Shield, because I feel like that's just a completely different Pokemon. So I feel like the graphics, comparing the graphics in the 3D world uh, opposed to like the isometric Brilliant Diamond is just a little bit different. So I felt like the Brilliant Diamond had the old mechanics, the old isometric screen from above of like all the traditional ones we loved and grew up with, but they had just that fresh paint on top of them where I feel like brilliant or where uh, sword and shield and Arceus are just completely different. They're completely different games with completely different graphics. So the biggest difference I would say with sword and shield is that the Pokemon, some of the Pokemon are in the wild. You can see them, right? But when you talk about the mechanics, Arceus is completely different mechanics. Sword and shield is still traditional Pokemon RPG. You catch the Pokemon, you battle them, you weaken them, you catch them in the wild um, yeah, but isn't it 3d? Like you walk around and it is. Yeah. 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 That, that's probably the biggest difference. Yes, I agree. But I'm, I'm saying from a, the actual game, like, like I said, Arceus is a revamping of the gameplay in my opinion. 
Um, Ryan, you've played the three, not this one. What do you think about this point specifically? Yeah, I think they, I think this game is actually for a pretty select audience. Um, I think most people know if they want this, right? And I would say this may be a good um, entry point for kids who don't have a lot of Pokemon experience because the graphics are a little bit more um, cutesy. Um, and it, like Diamond and Pearl, I do think is like one of the better stories in Pokemon lore i guess whereas like sword and shield didn't have a story really at all it, it i wouldn't recommend sword and shield to anyone to start with that game um it's fair it's almost like i wouldn't go back i wouldn't suggest that someone goes back and they've never played any zelda i wouldn't say like hey go play <laughs> a link to the past ocarina of time right and it's a link between worlds maybe Listen, I love I love every Zelda I've ever played. And so yeah. I am going to buy uh, Link's Awakening when they made that remake. I went and bought yeah. it. And yeah. I realize it's not for everyone, right? And so this is that same sort of thing. Is like I'm not going to go tell someone to go play Ruby Sapphire even though I adore those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is like a game that most people know. Like, yeah, I miss Diamond and Pearl. I haven't played that in 10 plus years and... I think it's time to revisit those Pokemon that I love and this good story. And it's got a new spin on it. So um, I think you're right, Jacob. I wouldn't necessarily like right off the bat suggest this to Adam or like any of our other friends who don't have a huge history in Pokemon games uh, because now we have Arceus and that's like what, that's what we've wanted in a Pokemon game since Pokemon started. And um, same thing with like breath of the wild, like, we have Breath of the Wild now. That's what we've always wanted in a Zelda game. So that's yeah. what I'm going to recommend. Um, that's so a good I point. Think it's important for the audience to know. Is like If you're on the fence, maybe watch some of that gameplay. Maybe get a little bit more information on like what it is you do and don't want out of this game. But you probably have a good idea of if you're going to play this game all the way through. And if you have bought old games before, and like Nick has admitted, like, Nick has realized about himself he does not actually enjoy going back and playing those old oldies because it ruins them. Mm. If you know that about yourself, don't buy this game. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a great that's a great point, right? This is this is made for the player who's already played it, right? This this isn't probably made for someone who hasn't touched this generation before, um, but it's probably made for people coming back from nostalgia. I think that's a good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you did like me, if you missed if you actually missed this generation the first time around, um, like I did with, if they made a remake of black and white, I would buy that right away because I didn't get to play black and white. So maybe if you great, didn't, you played all the other Pokemons, this might be the perfect opportunity to finally go back Uh-oh. and play diamond and pearl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Select. Good point. Good point, Ryan. Um, Nick, I want to ask you what you thought of the difficulty in this game. Halfway well, through, good... right? About halfway through. Yeah. How has it been? I might not be the best person to ask about this because I am that weirdo that has to have every Pokemon at the exact same level throughout the entire game. And so Pokemon is always easy for me because I'm the person that will literally grind out and I have to be 
all of them have to be at level 20 before I go to the first gym and all of them have to be at level 30. And so, um, I might not be the best person. I, for me, it didn't feel hard. I don't, I don't mm. like, there wasn't a spot where I was stuck or anything like that. So, um, hard to say whether it was easier or harder. Yeah. And I respect that strategy. I'm, I'm very similar. I also over level for most of these games. Um, one thing of note when it comes to difficulty. So remember XP share guys, XP share has been most of these games. A lot of the times yeah. you have to earn it and it's sometimes end game you earn it. But with this one, you start with XP share. You're immediately sharing experience across all of your Pokemon. You're right. And that's significant. Um, yeah. Because in the past, and I kind of enjoyed it, but you had to sit there and rotate your roster. You have to play every single Pokemon in the wild to, to grind with them and to train them. And with XP share active, you just play with your best Pokemon and it carries the rest of your Pokemon up with you for the most part, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've heard when people critique XP share, people are like, oh, just turn it off. And we're like, yeah, you could just turn it off. It's on by default though. I think that's worth noting. It creates a very easy game in the beginning. And almost throughout the entire game, I was like, this is too easy. XP share is making it way too easy. And then I got to the Elite Four. And uh, I was I was humbled, guys. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I was not expecting this. Huh. I literally was, was ready to review this game and be like, too easy dumb right and <laughs> i got through the elite four got to the champion you remember who the champion is ryan a chance i don't think it's not a sport i mean she's she's cynthia um cynthia. Oh. i wish dude i wish <laughs> um anyway cynthia it's just a name you too it is triumphant um, comeback she just <laughs> mopped the f- bono you knew three Bono or wish Bono. Uh, she mopped the floor with me and it proved that I had been taking the game, not serious enough where I had to go back and grind a bit to actually come back and beat her. Um, I will say though, this game gives you money extremely generously and constantly to the point where I just constantly had a full pouch of revives and max heals where in between most battles or anything that was sketchy, I could just revive my whole party on the fly because I was just, I had that much money. Um, like it, it didn't come in handy on that last battle because I, I couldn't revive fast enough. Good, Ryan. I think that's, I think that's a strength. In my opinion, that's a strength of this game. Uh, obviously I haven't played mm. it, but um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but <laughs> Nintendo is very familiar with how people emulate their games a very popular thing to do people will go back and they like play the game double speed or something or they'll like you can mod the game to where you have experience share and you have like faster money earning and like so people will go back and play the games they love and get rid of all that like trudging and exhaustive gameplay and then just like breeze through it and so that's probably the best way to play this game maybe nintendo's taking a few um hints from that i've noticed that in pokemon Arceus too like they've just sped up their gameplay because i think they've realized especially the people younger than us they do not have the patience to like slave away like nick does and level up everyone consistently like it's just not feasible anymore because there's so many things grabbing your attention yeah, well, something's wrong with me for sure on that front. But also, I didn't even realize it was a feature you could turn off. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and it's, it's been present for a while that you could turn it on and off. Yeah, I didn't turn it did. off, though. 
again, I'm that guy who will never click into the settings menu ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't usually find that out until I get on the podcast. But um, that that makes me excited to uh, face the uh, Elite Four. It, yeah, it's um, going over leveled. Really, I mean, I was I was surprised, and I want I was going to knock the difficulty until I was like I said humbled at the end. So I actually praise that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it does, it's approachable, it's streamlined, like Ryan's saying, right? It, it takes a lot of the bloat out. I, actually, I don't even want to say that because there's still a lot of bloat here. Um, but it does make a lot of those annoying things a little bit easier and, and easy and more palatable. Um, it's still bloaty, man. I the I want to bring this up now. The dialogue. Nintendo and loves the, to waste your time. Yeah, and like I've never, it's never bothered me, right? These are standard Pokemon things that would waste your time, right? Um, would you like to heal all your Pokemon? A a a a a a a a a a a a. And then a once too many, and then it restarts. Yeah, yeah. I just healed my Pokemon seven times because I'm not, you know, waiting for the right prompt. The the other frustrating thing here is when you're planting trees and berries. Like this is, I remember this too from older generations. It's just they make it. They do not want you to plant trees. Um, because they make it, there's way too many dialogue. That's why you don't. And it's so repetitive and that's why you don't. I stop halfway through the game. I usually always replant everything. Um, this is the first time in a Pokemon game where I finally like just saw the skeleton of a Pokemon game. I'm like, this has to stop. This is madness. (laughs) Like, why do we keep asking these same questions? Why can't we just walk up to whatever Pokemon center and just a heal done. I'm out. Let's go play. That's what I mean. Like there are certain things that Nintendo streamlines. And then this one, it's just like, there's so many things throughout this entire game that are just like, this is, we stop, we need to stop this now. And that's why I kind of want to circle back to the bigger conversation around uh, the old Pokemon model, right? Because I think Pokemon Legends Arceus is a signal that we are going in a different direction. And well, uh, I don't, in a lot of ways. Yes, I totally agree. We're okay. not getting You're, away from that dialogue. You're right. And you You're know, right. My biggest gripe with Arceus is like, I literally have gotten nowhere because there's so much meaningless dialogue and it's cheesy and cringy yeah. and just painful. It's horrible. And it's but like, remember, but then they'll say some key thing that you're supposed to hear. Yeah. You, you know, you're like zooming through and then I'm like, I have literally no idea where I'm supposed to go. So to to Jacob's dialogue. point though, to Jacob's point, though, even in Arceus, they have like instant heal on so many of the dialogue conversations right. where they just automatically yeah. heal you. And I think that's really helpful because like I don't want to have to go back and heal my Pokemon. Yeah. And we're talking about two very similar things, right? Both of them are frustrating waste of time. One is repetition <clears throat> and it's repetition to the point of insanity. What you're describing is just poor writing, Ryan, where it's just like – Oh, you yeah. you could have condensed this of into course. one dialogue box and instead yeah. I'm sitting here hitting a, and I mean, I don't want to review RKS too much yet here. We'll, we'll have a full video for that, but I do want to look at the old model where it's just like, we have been so brainwashed to accept that this is how a Pokemon game is. We have to change it. It is getting ridiculous. <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm so sick. We of have it. to break this cycle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I literally, I, Dude, on a podcast, so my friend, my friend was like, "You realize this is a game for children, Ryan?" And I go, "My niece, literally. I mean, she's she can read, and she is miserable playing this game. She's like, I don't play this game to read a book. It's just, it's well, so and we tiring. just said it. 
and we just said too, this specific game is probably made for those people who played it as a child, right? And we want to come back and revisit it. Um, I just think that I made a, a comment on a recent podcast on not Pokemon related, and I said if Arceus is not good, um, it's going to be my last Pokemon game. And I said that because of my experience with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. If if I saw the next. I mean it so much, man. I, and, and, and fortunately right now, I'm going to spoiler alert for Arceus. I'm going to keep playing Pokemon games if they're going to follow this different model. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl is all the things that I'm sick of now with the Pokemon franchise. It is the same game with a fresh coat of paint with some f- kind of fine designed Pokemon There's always a Team Rocket or whatever you want to call them. There's always a Professor Oak or whatever you want to call them. There's always a Gary, whatever you want to call them. It gets old. I mean, we are seven generations into that exact model, whatever, seven, eight, I don't know what generation it is, but at a certain point, we just have to go, goodness, can we please innovate? And finally, Legends Arceus is trying to do that. Is it perfect? No. Is it great? We'll talk about it in the episode, but I at least like that it's trying um, I, I don't want any more sword and shield games, right? Sword and shield is what uh brilliant diamond and shining pearl on a, a natural trajectory would be. And it just plateaued. We plateaued yeah. at sword and shield. I think it was yeah. horrible. And I think Arceus is that kind of that revisiting of what makes Pokemon good and starting anew. but I just have to say it brilliant diamond and shining pearl. It is, it sums up what I'm sick of with Pokemon. Um, and I know that's like maybe controversial because I, 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 I don't think it's the, the most popular opinion because I didn't see too much critique of this one. Eh, I think it's I think it's a valid critique. Again, I, and I don't want to derail this. But what were your thoughts, real quick, Jacob, on uh, the remake of uh, Red and Red and Blue for the Switch? Uh, almost great. Um, if they allowed you to battle Pokemon in the wild, and it wasn't just this motion control mini game. I would have liked it a lot more. Okay. But, and again, I I have so much bias towards gen one where they could do, they could just release the exact same version to me and I would play it. I mean, I did, I I bought the same version on the 3ds, but I did like at least the updated art style, right? This let's go did a, a a bigger rendition of the art style than this one did for Brian diamond and shining for diamond and and pearl. Right. Um, again, that, that model, would be get get stale though right yeah yeah it's still the same game so i don't know ryan what are your thoughts here um you obviously didn't touch brilliant diamond shining pearl you are playing arceus are you sick of the old model or are you open to more of those games in that kind of that pedigree <laughs> again i you know i think this game was just very specifically made for specific people i mean I was thrilled because I've been asking for Nintendo to remake games that I love forever. And I know that I would enjoy this game. I think um, maybe a lot of people like you, Jacob, went into it just hopeful and not really knowing what to expect. And it sounds to me like they gave us exactly what what we should have expected, right? Um, And so that being said, I think this is a pretty niche game. So I, I think you're, what you're saying is totally fair. I think most, the general gaming community would probably feel very similar to what you're feeling and feels that same frustration. So it's a, 
you know, this, I, I'm not sure. Is this the first, um, one that came out on the DS? I think it might be. It was for the first DS. I think so. I think you're right. So the way that you feel about red and blue, like I feel the same way they could package that in any way. And it's beloved to me because of what it brought into my life. And so I think that this is a marker of the DS generation. Mm. And there's probably a lot of people who like the DS was their first. There's a whole generation where the DS was the first Nintendo system they had. They didn't grow up with Game Boy like we did. Right. And so there's probably that feeling, you know, when they see Piplup and Char <coughs> and Tur- Turtwig or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, right. The grass waste of the Pokemon. Um, no. I, I think there's a lot of people that feel that way and they're like, they feel that exact way that you feel. And uh, this game's for them, you know? So I don't know that Nintendo, I, I agree with you that they probably marketed it like a remake like it was something new because we've been wanting something new and but you know they came around they came out with this at the same time as archaea so it's like hard to be mad at the situation when it's like hey like we're gonna try something new but for those of you who don't really want something new and you want to relive your past here's this one too you know and it just wasn't an important game to you in your past obviously you didn't even remember it yeah, I didn't. And, and they were two months apart, right? That's significant too. They released these games two yeah. months apart from each other. And that's they've never done that with a Pokemon game before. That's um, probably the main reason why I stopped, to be honest. I started and then uh, I I sat there the night it came out and I was like, don't click into this, Nick. Don't click don't do into it. it. Do I clicked it. into it and I was like, I'm not going to go back right now. No. <laughs> I'm not going to go back. Which, so. Nick, I mean... Be, I will go back, though. Be 100% honest with yourself. Oh. 100% honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go back? Yeah, I will. And I don't I don't ever say that. The only time I've ever Ooh. said that on Bushly Gaming was Metroid Dread. And since we haven't released that episode... It releases real soon. No one knows what I'm talking about. No, they do. Like It'll be three released... Three months in the making It'll now. be released by the time when this is out. It'll be out. I promise. Yeah, so Metroid's the only time I've ever done that. Uh, I truly, like, I enjoyed this game. Um, I don't have, like, any specific gripes. For me, I I like the older versions, um, and this puts me more in that camp. Okay. And I didn't didn't play it uh, the first time. So, to me, this was kind of just, like, a new experience, and I I was enjoying it. I just was taking my sweet time and then clicked into Arceus, and that was the end of it. So Nick, specifically for you, you you played this and Nexamon Extinction within the last year and a half of each other, and you and Ryan both praised Nexamon Extinction for innovating in some ways where Pokemon became stale. Yeah. Um, how would you compare Nexamon Extinction dialogue. to the dialogue? <laughs> yeah, and I remember you saying it. I mean, it was the, the fourth wall breaking, yeah. the comedy. <clears throat> um, Ryan, I mean, Nick, how would you say? I mean, would you, if you were to recommend to someone? Let's say they don't have any nostalgia to either one. Yeah. Nexamon Extinction, because again, now we're talking <clears throat> about the old school Pokemon model, which is Nexamon Extinction. Nexamon Extinction, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. What would you recommend to someone first without any bias towards either genre or franchise? Ugh. Without bias, it would probably be Nexamon. With bias, it would be Pokemon, just because I love Pokemon. And uh, I'm sure you'll ask Ryan and he'll touch on it as well, but. Uh, I think the artwork in the world, along with the narrative and just different conversations, are way better in Nexmon than Pokemon. 
And uh, I mean, I I literally remember going and standing in line when I was a little kid with my older brother to get Pokemon cards when they were released, right? Like, so anything after the first 150 Pokemon, like, I'm just, I'm not really a big fan of, to be honest. I yeah. just tolerate them. Um, so, and that's how I feel about Nexamon with the actual Nexamon. I'm just kind of like, oh, cool. Like another creature that, you know, probably five or six people slaved away creating different weird things just to, you know, hit a metric here. But, um, I think I would definitely recommend Nexamon without bias, but I'm totally biased. So in reality, it'd probably be Pokemon. But just to, to summarize what you're saying here from a mechanics, from a gameplay perspective, from, just like a quality perspective, Nexamon Extinction is better. Ooh. I mean, it's again, close. if you throw, if yeah, you throw yeah. out the bias, right? That's, that's what I'm, I'm yeah, trying to yeah. clarify. It. Synthesize down the core game, Nexamon Extinction versus Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Yeah, I think I think in some areas they'd go back and forth. It'd be really close. I'm, I'm curious to see what Ryan says, but Nexamon does certain things a lot better. And then I, I don't necessarily know that mechanics is one of those, but uh, then Pokemon obviously does certain things better because they just have this entire franchise behind their, their game. Sure. Ryan, answer to the best of your abilities. You didn't play this game, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, but you did play Next Month Extinction. You understand what Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl is. Yeah, no, I would say Next Month is very much the... I, I would say it's like an adult Pokemon where... People like us that are tired of the the old things of Pokemon get to experience like a new twist with way better dialogue. It's hilarious. It's written for people our age. Way um, better towns and cities. You can sleep with yeah. your Nexamon. What? Oh, dude. Yeah, it gets real. Yeah. Racist. Wait, weird. I didn't play that game. I wasn't a game. Yeah, sorry. It was a. Uh, <laughs> that's your sleep talking, which, by the way, patron members get a, a recording every week of Jacob's sleep talking, which is amazing. Yeah. Talks about Mr. Mime. I talk about Mr. Mime a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, the bulbs on Bulbasaur. Yep. Mime, mime, mime. Wow. That's a good mime. Anyways, anyway, Ryan, you had a point. Um, yeah, I think. I think there is space in the monster catching genre for someone to move in and kind of put put Pokemon into their place a little bit. Um, there just hasn't been a huge need for innovation. You know, you can't really blame Nintendo when when really we, we buy every game that comes out. We do. Um, and so and you can't blame Nexamon either, really, on the uh, innovation part, I think. Oh, dude, Nexmon is a phenomenal game for its budgeting. And, like, the fact that they even joke about it in the game of, like, yeah, we were going to do this, but we ran out of funding. It's hilarious, right? And so I'm a huge fan of Nexmon. I'm rooting for them in their next, like, venture, whatever that comes out to be. Um, but I think there's space there. And, and it would probably be good for Nintendo to feel a little bit of that pressure. And so um, while Nexmon probably has better heart because it, it's fighting this like, you know, wealth of IP that Nintendo sits on. Uh, Nintendo has my heart, right? So it's like, it's, it's just hard. It's a toss up because yeah, sure. uh, they own, they own my memories. You know, they, they own yeah. all, they have this like little pocket yeah, gonna... in my brain where they've activated <clears throat> dopamine when I was a little kid. <laughs> like I yeah. can't not love Pokemon. Right. And so, I'm not as negative 
I did not like Sword and Shield, Jacob. I agree with you, like the plateauing. But I'm, I've seen this all of Nintendo's entire history where they just plateau, and then all of a sudden there's a Breath of the Wild, right? There's a Pokemon Legends Arceus. There's something huge. There's an Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. Something new. So yeah, it's the Disney of video games. Yeah, yeah. They've got a monopoly on my childhood memories. Just remember, uh, Pokemon was your first loot box. Don't you ever forget that. They they completely got that dopamine wrapped around you. Um, yes, yes, it did. And I love guys, it. Guys, I, I like this conversation. That I think that does give our <clears throat> listener and viewer an idea of if this is right for them, right? Um, the last thing, just real quickly, price. I have, a, I, have, I have an issue with price, $60. Um, it's not worth it to me. It's a Nintendo game, I know. Um, that's always going to be an issue with their games. But this is one of the few times where I'm actually vocalizing. I'm not happy with the price on this one. Uh, Nick, you paid 60 bucks for this. Happy paying 60 bucks. You think it should be less? I'm indifferent. I uh, like <clears throat> my brain is just like it's set on that. This is going to be the price for any game franchise game. Like, sure. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of indifferent to it. And uh, since I'm not too negative on my experience overall, yeah, I'm kind of like whatever on it. Yeah, and again, I, I think I, I definitely had more negative experience with you. There's some fatigue here, which I don't know where it's coming from. It's it's pretty it's pretty apparent though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, RPF, restless Pokemon fatigue. Restless pretty Pokemon cool. fatigue. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, RPF. Yeah. See a doctor. Yeah. Consult your doctor. Um, Nick Ryan, anything else before we go into some housekeeping? I'm satisfied. Um, I'm a hundred percent satisfied in every aspect of my I'm life. Satisfied. So we can continue. <laughs> Satisfaction, one hundred percent. Great. Uh, let's get mm-hmm. into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Upcoming episodes: Age of Empires Four. We'll have George on for that. Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll have Carlton on for that. Sifu, Sifu. Man, I can't. I need you guys to beat this game as fast as possible. I need to talk about it. I beat this game. I think in like five days, and then I 100% of the game in a week. I love this game. Spoiler alert. Um, we'll have a re- review for that. Pokemon Legends Arceus, review for that. Uh, Elden Ring is coming up here. We're definitely going to review that. Um, Horizon Forbidden yes, West. Totally going to play Also going to review that. Special guest for totally Horizon Forbidden West. as well. 100%. There's 100%. a lot of games. Right? A lot of games, guys. Um, if there's any game out there you want us to review, listener, viewer, let us know. Write it in the show. Put it in the comments. Email us. It's all in the description no of this card episode. Games. No <clears throat> JRPGs. Yeah, also let us know what your thoughts are on the, the whole Pokemon debate here. It's not that it's a debate, but I'd be really interested to hear and where do you stand, what everyone else thinks. <laughs> where do you stand on Digimon is what I really want the, the people to say. Uh, Interesting. We, Going back to Digimon. Digimon. Can we not talk about that? No. Also, Ryan, Pokemon, I think you could classify as a JRPG. 100%. Yeah, no so Ryan, way. you're playing you're playing a JRPG. It's an RPG no made by a Japanese developer. It's called a Pocket Monster. 100%. It's called a Pocket Monster real-time battle strategy game. And I will not <laughs> I will not settle for anything less. On that note, we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching, listening. See you next week. I love you. I like you guys a lot. Yeah, but I love you. (laughs) Bye.
Nick yeah, can actually fun. dislocate his jaw to fit things down his throat better. <laughs> <laughs>